0: Hello everybody, Sabita here. Hope you all are having a good day. Today's podcast is a takeaway from a book named Karma by Sadhguru. I do follow his preachings. He's got a deep outlook towards life. There's much to learn. The book explains everything about what karma means. Karma means we are the makers of our own fate. When we say this is my karma, we are actually saying I am responsible for my life. Karma is about becoming the source of one's own creation. Starting by addressing a fundamental misunderstanding, although karma means action, it does not necessarily refer to physical deeds. It does not necessarily refer to what you do in the outside world, whether it be acts of charity or acts of evil. Instead, karma is action on three levels, that is body, mind and energy. Whatever you do on these three levels leaves a certain residue or imprint upon you. Karma is like old software that you have written for yourself unconsciously. Ultimately, life is neither suffering nor bliss. It is what you make it. Your intention makes all the difference. A negative thought with a negative emotion with a negative external action can breed much deeper karma. Example for this can be, let's say you are playing with a knife and it accidentally hits someone and they fall down dead. This is one kind of karma. In another scenario, you get into an argument with someone while cutting vegetables. In the heat of the moment, you stab them and they die. In third situation, you meticulously plan a murder and kill someone. In fourth scenario, you behave in a very friendly manner with someone, call them home for dinner and while all this in love, when they are sitting, you just slit their throat. This is yet another kind of karma. And in fifth situation, you are perfectly normal in your behavior with that person but internally you keep plotting all the terrible things you want to do to them. Now which situation will you think will yield you the worst karma? It is the fifth scenario which is the worst in terms of karmic accumulation. Because, though in real you are not killing someone, but you are repeating the act a million times within yourself. Though for this one you may not be sentenced to prison, but you have imprisoned yourself. Be aware of these kind of situations in your life and understand what has to be and what not has to be done. Speaking about why do some people suffer more than others, there is a distinction between pain and suffering. Pain is physical, produced by injury to the body. It is the body's way of alerting you that something is wrong, that action must be taken. Suffering on the other hand is psychological. It is produced by you. It is 100% self-manufactured. You don't have a choice about being in pain, but you do have a choice about suffering. You can always choose not to suffer. There are two things that you are suffering right now, your memory and your imagination, nothing more. Memory means your past, imagination means your future. Both memory and imagination exist in your mind. Just stop, take a moment and ask yourself where are you. Just leave memory and imagination, your past and your future and be present in the present which is the only reality. Be in the now. The only moment that is inevitable is this moment, not the past one, not the next moment. Only this moment is inevitable. So, if you ask, What about the next moment? then it is a million possibilities. Happiness is not an occasion, a goal, or a destination. Happiness is just a constant state of existence, and this is the end of suffering. To say in simple words, Karma means action. Whose action? My action. Whose responsibility? My responsibility. If you understand this simple formulation, karma will fall into place. No complex theory is necessary. Just look at it this way. The way I am right now is of my making. The way I will be tomorrow will also be of my making. This is karma. There is a simple sadhana towards liberation. From this moment onward, be consciously involved with everything around you. The food you eat, the water you drink, the earth you walk upon, the air you breathe, the people around you. If you find this difficult, think of a person whose presence evokes the noblest and sweetest emotions within you. Then try looking upon everyone and everything around you with the same gaze. Be equally involved with everything without any distinction. Put away all the hierarchies. If God comes before you, the same involvement and if a frog comes before you, the same involvement. Yes, it may seem challenging at first but once you manage it, you will see that in just 24 hours you are capable of becoming an unimaginably blissful human being. This is a vast topic. I am not sure if I have covered even 10% of the book but these are the points that I want to remember that I thought can be passed on to everyone in simple words which everyone of us must try and apply in our lives to live free, to live life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Really grateful. Have a great day everyone.